Welcome to Upgrade Engines with Scott Wozniak, where we explore the tools and tactics that drive improvement. If you're hungry for more and better, if you want to move past hype and discuss how, you're in the right place. Change really is possible. Dreams can come true. It may take a while, but you can upgrade anything if you build the right engine. In the episode just before this, I shared that I went on a sabbatical this summer, and I've gotten questions about what I did, how I did it, why I did it, and really one that really sparked me thinking, well, how do you know if a sabbatical is good? What's the goal? What are you trying to do? And I talked a little bit about it last time, where it's good, it's life-giving to shift gears and use different parts of your brain and engage, but I, I didn't get specific. I actually had four goals and a variety of activities, but they all went into this four goals. And so here are the four goals that I wrote down as I was planning out what to do with my sabbatical. Because again, the goal is not just to veg, you know, binge TV shows and uh, sleep in and that's it. So uh, I did get some sleep, but well, here, let me share my four goals. So the first goal is I refill my physical health tank. That included things like sleeping deep and long, eating clean, exercising extra. I actually put more time and effort into it because it is sometimes exhausting to do physical stuff. Um, I mean, physically, like the effort required to avoid the junk food or to get more sleep in the schedule or do an exercise. Where's that time in the day? And so I was like, actually, instead of giving myself a pass and saying, oh, you know, I get to eat junk now. It's my sabbatical. I went the other direction. I was like, I want to really pour into my body, invest, take care of, put all the right stuff in and try to make it clean. And again, the goal of the sabbatical was to to add life and energy. And if I you know, ate soda and, and binged on junk food and had desserts and did no exercise, I would feel worse. I would not have more life coming out of the sabbatical than in. So I wanted to refill my physical health tank. The second one is I want to create artistically. Now, this one might be unique to me. Uh, you might want to word this differently, but a big part of my background and skill sets and passions are in the arts. You know, I'm a business consultant now and I do a lot of strategy and look at financial documents and think about people plans. And But my roots are in the fine arts. I mean, that was what I grew up with. I did a lot growing up, sports and church and school, but I did a lot of fine arts. And so specifically, I picked four categories. I only did three of them. I picked music, art, cooking, and novels. Now, the key word is not just consume artistically. I want to do create. For me, the creation process is life-giving. It's joy. It's one of my favorite things to do. I can get in the zone when I'm creating and lose half a day or a day easily with the joy of it. Just get like sucked into it. And it's so, and I, you know, you wake up and whoa, time passed. Psychologists call this state flow. When you get in flow and you you're so immersed in what you're doing that that you're not counting the seconds passing. You just kind of, um, it's a perfect match between your skill set and the challenge. It's a beautiful thing. So I create artistically. Now music, I, I wrote music. I had a great time with that. In fact, I am going to play you the beginning of a music piece that I wrote. So this is uh, actually 
I'm going to have the computer play it for you just to make it faster and easier because um, I'm still fiddling with it and I don't want to mess it up. So here is the beginnings of a piano piece I wrote. I did not finish it. So you hear it taper off. It's like, no, I'm not done. I probably need at least two, three more days on this. So the sound quality is not great. I am actually not at my home studio. You might have noticed that, uh, I, the echoey and all that. I'm, uh, I'm on the road. And so I'm doing this from uh, an office location that I can grab on the road, but wanted to share this while people are asking. So create mu- artistically and music was one of the first. And that took me, I don't know, I probably spent four to six hours, um, fiddling around with ideas till I came up with something I liked and start arranging it and then layering it. And I've got a lot more layers to do. Um, that's how I tend to write is lay down a core thought and then put layers on top of it and flesh it out and layer the harmonies and counter melodies and then fiddle with it. And so there's a lot of, um, it's a little bit like sculpting. You got something with something raw and then you kind of chip, chip, chip away at it. The big chunks, the little chunks, and you get down to fine tune. So, so I'm way early in the process, but I had a blast. So I, you know, whether you like it or not, I had a lot of fun making it. Um, art, I did a little of drawing, um, specifically scribbling around some stuff. Cooking, I did a good bit of. I played with some new recipes on different things um, and tried some eggs, ways I've never cooked them before, for example, and um, had some fun with that. Novels was the one I've been, I've said I've been writing novels. I've had a novel idea, an idea for a fantasy world. And back in the day, 23 years ago, I started working on this and got really serious. And then I dabbled on it. And 15 years ago, I was still kind of picking a rain, writing ideas down. And 10 years ago, I was like, I'm running out of time and I haven't really contributed to it in at least a decade. And so I was like, I'll pull that out. I didn't. I just ran out of time. Uh, If I had a longer one, great. But I'm not upset that I didn't get to that. At some point, I would love to keep building out that fantasy series. But the point was just to create. The fact that I didn't finish music is okay because I was not here to accomplish. I was here to just stretch those muscles. So I will refill my physical health tank. I will create artistically. And then the next third one was I will connect deeply with my family, with some of my small group guys. I've got a couple of small groups of men that I do life with and we play board games together and work on business building and pray with each other. And so I got together with both of those groups and spent some time and I definitely had some marvelous family time. Did an epic Israel trip with one of my kids. She was 13 when they, summer they're 13, we make a big deal out of that. But we also, I just had some great time with my family from movie nights, you know, popcorn and movies in the house um, to taking walks around the neighborhood. We just like would get our dogs on leashes and go walk around a couple of blocks and just talk. I mean, it was really simple and really beautiful. And then the fourth one is I will grow spiritually. 
So for me, as a Christian, this is a big deal to invest in. And I'm always trying to pay attention to God and make him a part of my life and me to pay attention to him. I read every day through the Bible. And so so it's not like I, I don't work on my spiritual growth, but there's some deeper stuff that I wanted to get into. Um, I'll give you a quick example, a little bit longer prayer sessions where it's like, you know, there's no time limit. I got to move on to the next task or have a meeting to get to just sit and soak. But more practically is I really wanted to go through a book of the Bible in more depth, a shorter one in the New Testament. For those of you Christians, it's a, it's a letter that the Apostle Paul wrote to some of the churches with advice and challenges. And so anyways, called Philippians. I went through Philippians and just I wanted to spend time on it. It's not long. You can read through the whole thing in, I don't know, probably 10, 12 minutes, maybe 15 minutes. I've never timed that. But it's not a long thing to read the whole thing through. But to read the whole thing and then read that that section of the Bible again and again and read it several times and really think about it and look for patterns. So very little of this uh, required, you know, any special skills or equipment. I mean, I had to have a piano to write music and I did use a, a software notation. That's what played that thing back, making it easier for me to do. Um, I used Sibelius for those of you who are curious. I've used um, Finale and Sibelius and this time around I did Sibelius, but yeah, I, I invested in my physical health. I created artistically. Maybe that's um, woodcrafting for you or some other thing where you, you get to do something semi-productive, but in a totally different way. I connected deeply and I grew spiritually. That's what I actually did. Those were the goals. Those were the engagements. Can I, I'll add one little spiritual note on this just because it, it was potentially something, it was really a surprise for me. This is not on the spiritual plan, but it turned out to be maybe the most powerful part of it for me. I got challenged, I don't know, a week into it. I'm like supposed to be on sabbatical and I kept wanting to go back and do work. I'm not stressed about it. I love my job. Things are great, but man, I was like, what's the deal? And I realized that somewhere along the way, without me putting words to it, what had crept in there was like, and I work pretty hard. I go, a lot of things going on, a lot of people on my staff that count on me and I'm my family and friends. And I'm like, yeah, man, I, I, I got to show up so I don't let them down. And there was a kind of weird reverse challenge. It was a praying through this. And I felt like God was challenging me back going, no, actually they don't need you as much as you think they do. Um, I'm going to do this, God. I'm going to do this. I'm going to take care of my people. I'm going to do good in the world. Uh, you don't have to show up for good to happen. And I never would have said that out loud. I don't, I never have explicitly said, man, they, they need me. And if I don't show up, things are going to go badly. But it's less about things going badly and more like, oh, I'm going to drop the ball and, and, you know, I'll let people down. I actually know that they're just fine whether you show up or not. Yes, yes, we like you and you're a blessing most of the time. You know, sometimes not. But most of the time, let's say everyone says they're glad I'm around and I add to the projects and work. But, but also, I'm not that necessary. And it's interesting, this, this balance. I think there are two lessons we all need to learn. Whether you're Christian or not, I think this will be useful or interesting to you. The first lesson is like, you matter. You, you're special. You're important. There's a calling on your life. I believe you were, you were born for a purpose and figuring that out is important. And on the other end, you kind of don't matter. And God's going to figure out how to do great things in the world. And people are going to get along and it's not up to you. And so you, you shouldn't just bum around and do nothing with your life because there's something you were designed for that's glorious that you're going to love and the world's going to be better for. It's a great place to be. And at the same time, don't, don't make too big a deal out of yourself. 
Don't carry the burden that you have to figure it all out and you have to solve it or it's not going to happen. And weirdly, it is not either or. It's not half and half. They're sort of like both at the same time is what I'm learning. Yes, I have a calling and it matters. And I can do it without stress. As one of my buddies, I actually just had dinner with him earlier tonight. Brandon Heideman says, and the, uh, the stakes are high and the pressure is off. Man, the stakes are high. There's real impact and there's real lives. But the pressure is off. You don't have to perform for God to love you. You don't have to perform to like yourself. It's okay. You can do it for the joy of it. You don't have to do it out of fear. And that is really what I discovered in the second week of the sabbatical. It took me a full week to get to the place where I was willing to hear that, consider that, and release. And the pressure's off. It's okay. You can take a week and write music that's probably maybe never going to get published and uh, maybe nobody even likes it. But you can just enjoy it for the sake of enjoying it. The stakes are high, but the pressure's off. So that's what I did on my sabbatical. As you think about doing yours, those you've asked me about it, think about something physical, think about something creative, think about something relational, connecting. And I do encourage you to think about something spiritual. It certainly was powerful for me. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Upgrade Engines with Scott Wozniak. If you wanna hear more of my thoughts on life and leadership, you might want to sign up for my weekly newsletter at www.scottwozniak.com slash upgrade. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-O-Z-N-I-A-K dot com slash upgrade. You'll get a cool quote, a deep thought, and a recommendation for something that I use and love. It's not long, and it should be fun. The theme is similar to this podcast, but it's not the same content. And if you're a leader who wants to build a legendary brand, You can check out my company's website to learn how we can help at www.swazconsulting.com. That's S-W-O-Z consulting.com. Change really is possible. Dreams can come true. It may take a while, but you can upgrade anything if you build the right engine.